0: Welcome to the Trucker's Mind Podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy, Kay Finks. We're back, man. Episode 197. Yes, sir. Um, by the time you guys hear this, Christmas will be over. Uh, it will be, uh, will,
1: we'll day? be what dropping
0: be? on. 28th? Yeah, yeah, 28th, I believe, by uh-huh. the way hear this. We're recording this on Friday morning because um, I have to take off the work and Keith's going to be gone, so we decided to crank one of these podcasts out. Um, mm-hmm. we're we're not, you know, we're kind of strained on time, but we'll give you as much time as we can today. Um, but this is kind of like the dedication that you have to have to people who believe in you and listen to your content. Mm-hmm. Me and Keith totally could have said, hey, you know what, man, let's skip this week. You know, we already did 196 in a row, so mm-hmm. you know, let's just we just we we afford we can afford to skip a week. Mm-hmm. But I don't think you can, especially when you haven't made it. You you can't make reservations for yourself. Yeah, and say, hey, let's just take a break. Yeah. Taking a break for what? You haven't won anything. It's almost like people who are going to be celebrating on New Year's and you still the same motherfucker you was in 2020.
1: Mhm.
0: Like what? that as soon
1: as that Spotify deal come around.
0: Oh man. So that Spotify coming down, you ain't going to see me in Key for a month. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to Turks and Caicos. No,
1: I'll be like what listeners? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think yeah. that I think the way that um I think the way—and I don't know if—I uh, know Gillian Wallow, they uh, record theirs, like, not necessarily in the time that they release it. Sometimes, yeah, you know, they could, head, yeah. Yeah, so they could—and then with the—the the, the, the thing that they benefit from, too, is they're not—they're primarily doing interviews. Right. Uh, so it doesn't even matter. Like, that interview could come out in three months from now. They don't have to be timely. hmm Yeah. So, um, they, I mean, obviously, they don't do it, like, so far behind that, it you know, it's not even relevant anymore, but— um, like they they have that benefit, so even during the holiday season, they could still be dropping you know podcasts here and there and they could be at the crib chilling so yeah, exactly.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah, with us, I don't I don't really like that. I like I like the you know more current event type podcast mm-hmm. I feel like it can, it connects us more with the people in real time mm-hmm. you know than you know recording 12, 15 podcasts in a row and then there's some major world event that's going on. And yeah. and, and, the, and the people that listen are like, man, fuck! I want to hear what you know. What what's Keith and Eddie's take on this, mm-hmm. right? And they won't ever get it because we just recorded twenty fucking podcasts. Yeah, and just put them out. Yeah, I think that would. I think we would want. W- that'd be a cool way to structure a deal with any large platform and say, hey, well, we want you to do these podcasts in seasons. I'd be like, no, nah, we're not doing that. Yeah, we doing the podcast the exact same way we've been doing them. Mm-hmm. You know, because some people do their podcasts in seasons, and I, I don't get that.
1: Yeah, a lot. I, I think most of those would be the people that do like interviews and stuff. Yeah, like they do like seasons. I, that doesn't make sense to me. No. Like o- outside of the interviews, I understand the interviews because you're setting up times and you're you're meeting with you know the president or CEOs right. or artists or something, and you got to, you know you have a production behind it. But people be, I, I know there's you know like a couple local podcasts that was I, I remember somebody mentioned that to me. Like yeah, we're gearing up for our second season right now. I'm like. Second season? I didn't even know your first season <laughs> ended. I thought y'all tried to stop doing the podcast. <laughs> how you gonna have a
0: season with four episodes? That shit's crazy, yeah, man. They be that's... treating
1: it like an episodic thing.
0: Yeah, that's not how it works, man. That, mm. ain't, that ain't how it worked. Mm. I, I just I, especially now at the age of 36, I don't believe there's any reason to get involved with anything if you're not gonna work hard for it.
1: Oh, facts. You yeah. know, if
0: you're not gonna work hard for it, don't waste your time in other people's times. Like, don't even bring attention to yourself if you're not willing to do the work Mm -hmm. for that thing. If you say, hey, I'm starting a podcast, you guys come check it out. Mm -hmm. And then you do one podcast, and then you skip four weeks, then you do one more. And it's like, I get it, bro. I I get it. Some people, they they do it for fun. But it's like, at the same time, it's like, why even, like a podcast, why even start that type of platform? Mm -hmm. A podcast, more or less, is for information. And then, by the way, if you do it like that and only two people listen to it, that means that you recorded all that content, you took all that time, you talked for over an hour or so for one or two people to listen, Mm -hmm. and they're not listening because you're probably not consistent, you probably don't invest yourself in your actual equipment that you're using, and you don't don't actually, um, you're not a conversationalist. So you more or less wasting your time because you got two people listening
1: and it's like, yo, do something else at that point. You know the thing that I hate when somebody hits you up in in pretty much any capacity? Like, hey, bro, like, what type of equipment do you use for such and such? And I'd be like, oh, I, bu- I bought this. It's probably like roughly $700. This right here goes for like 500 Yeah. And then they'd be like, dang, that's expensive. But it's just like, it is expensive, but at the end of the day, you got to invest in yourself. And, 100%. And relative to the things you buy, right? So if you smoke weed every day, yeah. you know, you're going to spend $700 maybe over the course of... A month or two, oh, right? yeah. So if you just stop smoking weed for a month or two and then invest it in yourself, you know, who knows what the, the possibilities are.
0: Yo, Burner, the rapper Burner said something, uh, I listened to his episode yesterday or his interview, and he said something that was deep and it was real. He said that he, his doctor was the only one to have a test for uh, cancer mm-hmm. that, that was done through your blood and it tested like over 50 something strains of cancer mm-hmm. and the test was $1,000. And he said like, yo, he said that might sound steep for a lot of y'all, but like, you know, hey, don't get that Gucci belt, you know, Mm -hmm. take care of your health. And Mm -hmm. it's like, that was a good, that was a good example. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a thousand dollar test. But if you go do that and it screen you for cancer, then, you know, I'm thinking about doing that fucking test. Yeah, man. thousand dollars. Me and -hmm. Burner are around the same age. And he Mm -hmm. said he didn't have no symptoms. He didn't have nothing. Yeah, and, and they caught it
1: caught it early enough. To mm-hmm. make it, yeah, they yeah, said something like, it, "Had he waited
0: like six more months, then he would have been in trouble." You mm-hmm. know. So you know, another thing too, which is just another topic. Let's let's make sure we go into this next year doing a little better to our bodies. Mm-hmm. You know, because these a lot of these cancers and stuff come from a bunch of uh, a bunch of processed shit that we eat, man, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it ain't good. Um, hot Cheetos. Mm-hmm. shit like that that's not even real food mm-hmm. that's a science project mm-hmm. like if you read the back of the hot cheetos that motherfucking shit it sounds like a nuclear bomb was made or something yeah it sound it, it look like it sounded
1: like albert einstein created a formula uh for a bomb but it's actually hot <laughs> cheetos you know they have uh they have um the the real items in there but they have like a different uh state of it so on the back, instead of saying corn, it'll say, like, corn fibers or something. Yeah. <laughs> corn isolate. <laughs> Isolated corn.
0: Indonesian salt. <laughs> oh, my goodness. goodness. I was like, what
1: in the world is this?
0: Yeah. Mm. Agitated ground beef. <laughs> Agitated? What the fuck is he doing,
1: yelling at cow?
0: <laughs> you pissed a cow off and then you killed it. That's fucked up, yo. Yeah, That's funny, but yeah, um, yeah. By the time you guys hear this, you, you know you would have experienced Christmas and stuff and been with your families. And we just want to get tell you guys uh, one of our biggest gifts from you has been you listening to the podcast all year. This has been our best year out of any year that we've ever yeah, had, man. and the numbers they they jumped significantly in twenty twenty one.
1: 51 percent
0: 51 percent more listens this year which is 50 percent. that's fucking high mm-hmm. and in 2020 me and keith was just kind of like dang like what's going on you know we kind of stagnated we barely got more listeners more viewership in 2020 and in 2021 hit and that shit just start booming mm-hmm. and yeah a, it, it just kind of reaffirms why we do what we do we don't do it just to get listens we do it because we love it someday mm. We want to make a lot of money doing this and actually be able to change the lives of people or more or less not even so much change the lives, just you know have a group of listeners who are open minded and objective thinkers and kind of um i won't say curate but kind of create a fan base or or listenership that is reflective of me and Keith. I think that's the ultimate goal
1: yeah, I think that um. It's. I think for me, I almost look at this podcast as somewhat of a science project because in my opinion, I haven't been extremely successful um, at much of anything yet. I think I've had success. I think I'm, you know, a semi-successful person. I've graduated college and, you know, made a decent living for myself and I I work for myself for the most part. Successful Um, haircut. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And I think that, Um, But where I want to go, I'm not I'm not there yet. Right. And I think that um, from I guess from like the time like my senior year in college, maybe to um, to, you know, up until right now, you always hear these different whether they're TikToks or interviews on YouTube or interviews on The Breakfast Club, interviews on, you know, million dollars worth of game. And all these people, they're, they're saying the same things as far as, you know, you just got to stick with it. You got to stick with it. You got to, you know, you got to keep uh, grinding. You, you got guys like Nipsey Hussle having, the um, you know, the kind of marath- marathon moniker and all these different things. Right. Um, and it's... Like I say before, I'm connecting that to this the journey with this podcast. Right? right. So I'm you know, I'm trying to figure out like, yo, is it is it real? If you do put in the hours hours, if you do put in the time, if you do, you know, stay consistent for however many years, if you do, you know, the whole Gary V thing, he talked about artists dropping songs um every day or, you know, Russ dropping a song a week, you know, for a whole year, all exactly. these things. I'm like, yo, is this is this real or is this just conversation? And, you know, it's it's kinda one of those like walk by faith not by sight kind of thing yeah. so we just going to keep doing it and doing it and doing it and see and you know maybe it'll take 5 more years maybe it'll take 5 more months never but know. you you just never know but I don't want to get up give up before it happens. It's like, yeah. like that that kind of meme or that cartoon where I about to say that. the guy is chopping down the gotta, rocks yes. yeah, and he I turns was, around. And, I was thinking
0: <laughs> about that right now when you said it. Yeah. It's the it's the meme, the picture of the guy has a pickaxe and he's hitting this wall. He's hitting this wall and he gives up and he's got literally like less than a half inch and it's a bunch of gold on the other side of the wall. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that that's the problem. I think that you have to dedicate your life to something that you really want you know, 2 chains didn't become, 2 chains didn't really blow up till he was 36 years old as a rapper. That's 36. Mm-hmm. You know, you think of most rappers that are 23, 25, 24, right in there. And they're young. So you figure it's not a, it's not an older man's game, but he stayed around until he blew up. And it's so many other artists and musicians that have had this, um, what's his name that passed away? He was writing music, but he didn't really start like, really singing until he was thirty three. Bill about. Withers. Bill Withers he didn't start writing that thing till he was thirty-three years old. Mm-hmm. So it's like, bro, you you can't just give up. Like this is a journey. I think there's some people that listen to the podcast that can appreciate the fact that we've literally recorded over twenty thousand hours of content. Mm-hmm. Over twenty thousand hours of content on a weekly basis since 2018. Mm-hmm. And I listen to people like, yeah man, life, life is tough, man. You know, I I just been, I I can't do this or that. And hey, to each his own, everyone has their, their breaking points, you know, or their boiling points where they can only do so much. They got to take breaks from things and, you know, and whatnot. But the way I look at it is regardless of what goes on in my life, I feel like I have a dedication. Like this shit for me is like breathing or drinking water. Mm -hmm. So it's like the day I found out my dad had cancer, I came back in here and finished the podcast and nobody even knew till I mentioned it later on. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And my dad was given one to three years to live and i got my tears off that 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 day and then came right back to the podcast no problem mm-hmm. you know it's all kind of shit that goes on in our life but i think that the the severity in which we want something you know the seriousness in which we want something you never veer off that path yeah you you kind of just stay on it
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know it's some people man I, I seen this i seen this chick man i want to call a chick but i seen this woman when i was in college and I remember I dropped out and I had her in a class and she had like three kids and she had like a job and she got her degree and walked across that stage. At that moment, I knew I just didn't work hard enough. Mm-hmm. If a woman with three kids and a job can
1: graduate from college, what the fuck is my excuse? That's facts. I think I've, I was talking to my my friend uh, this morning, actually, and he was he was just like kind of messing around with some music and stuff like that. And, um, he don't have time to do it as much cause he's a, he's a teacher now and stuff like that. But, um, the thing that I, I realize is like, just, just with anything I want to do as far as writing and making music and podcasting and stuff like that, obviously, you, you know, you, you become successful whenever, you know, God see fit. But at the same time, um, we can do things ourselves that can kind of like, uh, I guess force God's hand in a sense, yeah, right? Yeah. So if you sitting on, if you say you drop one podcast and you just sitting on your couch and you like, man, this better blow up. If this don't blow up, then you know, I quit. Yeah, yeah. Or you can be like, yo, I'm gonna just keep it going, keep it going, keep right. it going. I may be 35, 36 years old, mm-hmm. you know, when I when I finally reach success. But I'm gonna just I'm gonna just do it until 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 I see something happen. Yeah. And I I just think like, you know, and most of our listeners where we're pretty much peers like around, around a similar age within a eight, seven year, you know, gap gap or whatever. And, um, you know, same goes to, you know, anybody out there. I think that a lot of us want to do different things. Um, and we can do it, you know, it's it's very, it's very, it's a, it's a difficult process sometimes if you want to start a business or you want to, I know a lot of people that, don't want to work at their, their jobs anymore. Um, and you can do that thing that you love and you can be successful at it. I think the, the saddest thing for me is when I, you know, I talk to old, uh, people from college, I talk to old, you know, high school classmates and stuff like that. And they're in the same positions or in a worse position than, um, they were when we were hanging out right. more frequently. You know, you'd be like, "Hey, man, like, how, how's life been going?" Oh, you know, I'm I'm good, man. I'm just, uh, I'm just, uh, you know, working at Walmart right now, just trying to pay my bills and stuff. Which, you know, there's nothing wrong with working at Walmart, but it's it's there's something wrong with working at Walmart when you have real goals and aspirations that you're not actually going for anymore. You know, and the ti- the conversation gets tired. Like, you know, you talk to that person. Um, today and then three years from now, I'd be like, "Hey man, did you ever, you know, pursue your photography that you wanted to do, or did right. you ever start that business?" You would be like, "Oh man, you know, I gave a, gave up on that a long time ago. That was just a long shot. Now I'm just taking care of my kids and you know." Yeah, taking that's you like, don't want yeah.
0: that. Yeah, you're gonna die very unfulfilled if you just fall back into that. Oh man, I'm just getting a job, taking care of my family. Like mm-hmm. that doesn't make you happy. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, man. You'd be a lot happy. You'd be a lot happier. Being the person you want to be. And the thing about it, what you learn is it takes a certain type of integrity to do that. To remain steadfast in that journey and to not veer off of it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's an attitude. Like this morning I went to the gym.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: I've been very busy this week. And I didn't have a lot of time. But and I could I made the excuse. I was in the parking lot and I went in reverse to go back home. I was like, I don't got enough time. I gotta do the podcast. I pulled right back into that slot and went right in that gym. Mm-hmm. I sure the fuck did. Mm-hmm. Went right in there, hit the weights. Cause I know what I want to be. Mm-hmm. I know how I want to look. I know how I want to feel. I know the type of money I want to make. So knowing all those things, you're taking like you're you're reversing the process. If you're not it Literally becoming who you want to be, becoming your higher self, is doing a little bit every day. And a little bit adds up to a lot. Mm-hmm. And I think that would probably explain this podcast the best. is a little bit added up to a lot. We got over 20,000 hours of content. Mm-hmm. We have thousands of listens on different platforms. Um, the objective now going forward into 2020 is... a uh, 2022, excuse me, Fuck. Oh, you were you. Yeah, I was past. a whole year back. God damn. <laughs> yeah. I'm well, told I don't want to go
1: back to 2020.
0: God damn, turning to Eddie Biden. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, can you imagine Joe Biden like f- totally forgetting what he was saying and say something racist? <laughs> He'd be like, My objective in this administration is to help as many nigger, uh, many <laughs> um, African Americans as I can help. He'd be like, God damn, this motherfucker lost it. Um but yeah, it's it it's a little bit every day adding up to a lot. Yes. And the objective going into twenty twenty two is to get over one hundred thousand listens in that year. Yeah. You know, now me saying this, I would sound like a psycho to some people because people don't believe you can make it until you do. So until I do, I'm just gonna keep doing this. Me mm-hmm. and Keith are gonna keep doing this shit and you will continue to get content every week. Yeah. Um, but like I said, man, me and Keith already spoken into existence once we get that deal. We might be gone for a few (laughs)
1: weeks. Might be gone, man. Uh, Yeah, we deserve it for real. We deserve it, man. And then when we come back, it'll be a whole, like, little production. Oh, yeah. Assistant or something. Oh, yeah. guys.
0: 100%. uh, Not only that, we're going to have a bigger story Mm -hmm. because you're going to be like yo these two guys that were on a microphone for years thought that they could make it and they did and now they're millionaires
1: Mm -hmm. right
0: and i've spoken that into existence and my only objective to be a millionaire is not to be some cool rich guy is to be of service to others to actually help my local community in bakersfield and other places yeah you know to be a resource for those people Mm -hmm. and also be comfortable because if i'm doing all this work I've look, I've worked regular jobs long enough in my life at the age of 36 to where I never fucking want to work another job again. Mm-hmm. So if I make all that money, not if, excuse me, when, because you have to speak things into existence when you want them, when I make millions of dollars, I will feel very deserving of it. I will enjoy the perks. I will hire a chef, I will hire security. And I will hire a lawyer. Those mm-hmm. are the three things I'm gonna do. Mm-hmm. But the first one would be a chef. That's yeah. the first one. Yeah, I need I need food before I need
1: security. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, food is your life security. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Nah, it's it's going it's going to be a, a beautiful thing. And I think this year has, um, it's been a like a really um, fulfilling journey. You know, because you know we we come from and we haven't even reached the pinnacle of our success yet but we have oh. i think we have if it just ended now uh we have a good enough story to be like yo we started on you know one microphone yes. with uh you know single digit listens you know what i mean like oh, yeah. just the cre- the the wildest yes. you know and to, to even be here is a is a form of success so you know, it was just recording in Eddie's living room, like literally sharing literally. a microphone, you know, just to hold no camera, you know, no lights, no nothing. Just, you know, in there recording, uh, you know, you know, going back and forth on a microphone. Low key nervous, you know, the first yeah. episode. You yeah. Know, and, and we said we told the story before, but my brother had to call us and be like, yo, like, y'all not y'all not yourself You hold it like, back can, a little bit. Yeah, you can be more comfortable. And, you know, the next week we came in we yeah. was really, you know, we really kind of got more comfortable. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. No, yeah. go ahead.
0: And look, it never gets old to me. I always, I always appreciate anyone that will see me out in public. And it's always unsolicited. It's not like it's people doing it. But when they approach me and say, hey, how you doing? Yo, I love what you're doing with the podcast. I'm like, wow, man, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. It, lets me, it lets me and Keith know that we're doing something right. <laughs> Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. that we're not putting out some bullshit just to get clicks. Like we yes. actually are regular human beings, two black guys living in Bakersfield, California, experiencing life just like you all. Like it Yeah. <laughs> it's not mm-hmm. it's there's no like elite, what do you call it, uh um uh not, well not 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 elitism or whatever you call it. Elitist. It's not some elitist like, yeah, we got a podcast and you don't
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I think also, too, like, just because we have um, gained so many different listeners and stuff like that does not mean that we still don't need that 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 push or that That's, compliment. It feels sometimes. amazing, man. Yeah, exactly. I think because sometimes... Um, like even for me, like I don't know if any of you follow me on on Instagram, but I did a, a I did a giveaway for for a song that my song shots that I that I just released, and basically the Shout giveaway out to was <laughs> yeah basically the uh, the giveaway was tickets to a to a blast concert on New Year's Eve, but what happened was it got a lot of traction on Instagram where people was liking it and people shared it and stuff like that, but the actual uh, thing that I wanted it to do it wasn't happening because you know one I wanted people to click on the link in the bio so they could uh sign up for the the giveaway and then two I wanted people to like save the song and listen to the song Uh and when I looked at the analytics it wasn't excuse me it wasn't matching up really lopsided yeah it was a lot like I was saying a lot of traction on Instagram but the thing that I was pointing them to it wasn't working out how I wanted it to so I kind of was, I low-key was down on myself. I was like, man, like, you just think about, it. like, man, I just need to, you know, like, should I just give it up? Should I just focus on doing mm-hmm. this or that? And um, the next morning, my cousin Brian, shout out to Brian, he called me and he was like, he was like, hey, Cutty, you up? And then I text him back. I was like, yeah, I'm up, like, what's up? And then he just FaceTimed me. And mind you, I'm just laying down and... um he was like, "Man, I've been playing your song back to back. Like I just love the whole story and, you know, I it's so relatable for me back in the day when I was going to the parties and, you know, they were shooting and like everything you said it reminds me of a, a NWA song and I was like, "Man, it, and it it lifted me up so much. Like and yeah. it and it kind of like gave me that that extra push or motivation that I needed that day because I was really feeling terrible, terrible about the whole uh, the whole situation." So, right. I say that to say like you know with this podcast even or just in general if you got somebody out there and you see them you know somebody doing stand up or they posting skits on their page or yeah. they doing vlogs whatever the case may be like make sure you let them know if you believe it, that right. they doing something good or yes. amazing like let them know because you don't know what people are going through 100%. you know putting this content out for 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 the audiences
0: yes that's a great point mm-hmm. i think only if you love it if you if you like it Mm -hmm. I don't think you need to have, you know, a bunch of people to agree with if it's good or not.
1: Don't put no fire emojis under nothing you don't
0: like. 100%. Stop doing that. But if you genuinely like something and no one else really likes it, let that person know, hey, I like that. That was dope. Mm -hmm. I think that we have – I think a lot of our our, um, listeners are like that because since we haven't, you know, made it to the pinnacle of podcast glory – Mm-hmm. You, you have people that are coming up and they actually like the content these people are different because they they're different from the sense that they like they like us and what we have to say even though we're not Dwayne Rock Johnson or Drake. Mm -hmm. See now if if you if it was Drake, they would be going out of their way to do anything he's asked for. Like, I need y'all to go to my thing, click my bio, go online, do this. Oh, they would be going everywhere Mm because it's Drake. People will wait in a line. Drake. Yeah. People will wait in a fucking line for four hours for a pair of Jordans. Yeah. But they won't even buy a pair of shoes from their friend Mm -hmm. for twenty dollars. Mm -hmm. This is just how people are, and it's the struggle of a content creator. As a content creator, we do get down on ourselves sometimes. Sometimes we have an issue with believing in ourselves. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we have imposter syndrome. Sometimes we question if we're going to make it. But when you keep going, you get these little nuggets of hope that pop up. Yeah, you get people inboxing you. You get people donating money to your to your your platform. Yeah. you get people sharing your content. You get people binge listening to the content. You look at the analytics and you see that this podcast is going all over the country. And and that's what People keeps you in going.
1: Bro- I remember a girl in Brooklyn. She was listening to uh, the podcast and was just agreeing. I think you were saying something, yeah. and she was just like, "Listen, you're like, yep, yep, exactly." And I was like, "Yo, like, what in the Brooklyn? fuck what in the world? What the fuck is going on?" Yeah, and, and it's always <laughs> shout out to Brooklyn. It's always timely too. You know those things when, like you said, like it, it may be a down week. We may have you know our our average listens um, per week is. Probably gotten up to like two hundred, roughly two hundred, a little bit over two hundred. Nah, it's more than that. That shit is like three, like two seventy something. That's and and that's
0: just on. That is just
1: on uh, SoundCloud. Yeah, that's yeah. It's not counting all the other platforms. Sometimes I'll see it. It'd be like one something. Sometimes it'll be two. Whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. But sometimes if it if it dips down and hasn't been. This in a minute. But if it dips down to, like, 100, 110, you'd be like, man, this is just, this is like, this it's just, on. yeah, like, what's what's the deal? And then at that same time, it'll be somebody that'll share a portion of the podcast on the story on Instagram or we'll see somebody in person, um And they'll be like, yo, man, love the podcast, keep them coming. Or, you know, somebody that you haven't talked to in, you know, in years, they'll be like, man, I I love your podcast, like, you know, keep doing your thing. And it's like, man, I didn't even know these people were listening to the podcast. Yeah, and
0: these these numbers are, like I mentioned, it's it's incremental, but it adds up to a lot. Like, it's times where we'll have jumps where we go from, you know, 276, 280, 250, 212, like listens per week mm-hmm. that a average out and then it'll go to 500 one time it went to like 800 or some shit mm-hmm. like it jumps it like we have massive spikes that happen and we don't know why it happens and then it goes down and it goes up. it's like the stock market mm-hmm. like you one thing you have to understand as a content creator you cannot control the analytics mm-hmm. you cannot control the analytics i've had people that hit me up too they was like yo i only listen on apple and I'd be like, oh, man, well, I don't give a damn where you listen. I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to listen to us, mm-hmm. right? But two guys from Bakersfield averaging, you know, with all the platforms, iHeart, all of them is probably, what, around five, probably something, four, five, roughly, yeah, maybe. Yeah, 500, yeah, maybe something you know, like that. So, yeah. so if you're averaging that many listens for two dudes that haven't, you know, hit the podcast glory, imagine what it's going to be like, Yeah, you know? Mm-hmm. Imagine like certain podcasts when they look at their shit and they see twenty thousand in a week, yeah, and they like, man, we doing bad.
1: Mm-hmm. It's like, really? I wish it was twenty thousand. And for
0: with, me. you know what's funny about this too? Most podcasts are not successful from a number stance. Mm-hmm. So with us, we're close to being in a top three percentile. Once you keep going up, once you get, I think was it over eighteen hundred a week, eighteen hundred listeners a week, in a month. on oh, a month. My bad, yeah, my bad. Not yeah. a week mm-hmm. in a month, and we was we was knocking that. Number down for a while.
1: Yeah, it was like a two months, maybe two three months stretch. Yeah, it
0: just boom, 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 mm-hmm. boom. So it's you know two guys that are actually, and we got the we got that information from Charlemagne when he was talking one day. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what?
1: Yeah, because he runs a you know he has his own podcast network, so he knows exactly yeah. what's going on yeah. in that podcasting landscape.
0: What's crazy too, the reason why we don't why the imposter syndrome, as far as we're concerned, kind of is starting to. Uh, Decreases because there are podcasts that are less successful than us that are getting paid. Mm-hmm. Like they're starting like that girl with the 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 Bible girl. Mm-hmm. She wasn't the Bible Brianna. That mm-hmm. your name is. She wasn't getting very many listens, mm-hmm. and then actually became uh, a friend of uh, horrible. De- well, Weezy, yeah, you know, and you know, Weezy started investing some time in her mm-hmm. and stuff, which is dope. Sometimes yeah. you need that push. Yeah. Sometimes for sure. you know people believe in you. Yeah, you know, we also got to sacrifice. Me and Keith got a lot more work we need to do. Mm-hmm. I was talking to Keith about, um, you know, like the 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 what do you say? The very beginning of a lot of people's careers, like
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony. You know, they initially had opened up for EZE in Cleveland, and I and I think what ended up happening is they wanted to reconnect with him, so they went out to L.A. on a one way trip, mm-hmm. one way trip. They flew out to L.A. and they was homeless for three months. Before they connected back with mm-hmm. they called e the, They called the fucking um, They called the uh, It was like, I think it was like a studio Like a recording studio or something They called it every day They talked to the receptionist and everybody who would listen to them And they was rapping on the phone So they was rapping on the phone literally every day Every member of Bone Thugs rapping And it got to the point where everybody was familiar With Bone Thugs rapping on the fucking phone This is 1993 I think
1: mm-hmm.
0: Right? And uh finally Easy E they caught up with Easy E and he said, Oh, y'all them rapping niggas on the phone, huh? And from that day, Easy took him under the under his wing until he unfortunately had passed away from HIV. Or I think he passed away from AIDS, one of them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um But they were just extremely diligent in what they wanted to do. Yeah. Until it happened. And I, I look at the I look at like Comedians and actors and everything their career like when it was in its infancy, and you would never think people like them made it mm-hmm. Jay Leno was homeless. Tiffany Haddish was homeless living in a geo Metro mm-hmm. um Kevin Hart was about to get thrown out of his apartment mm-hmm. fucking it goes on and on. all these people that we love and all these people that we you know buy their you know their their tickets to their shows, all this shit um. Even they, uh
1: even J. Cole, you know, yeah. he, he couldn't afford to pay the rent. But his, his manager essentially let him live there for free. Yeah. Because he believed in him. Crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And then it, even the people, you know, Andrew Schultz, we went over to um to his uh the show over in LA at the Orpheum Theater, mm-hmm. and him and Charlemagne had a conversation. and Andrew Schultz, uh, they were talking, and and uh Charlemagne said, Man, I'm so proud of you. I just want to let you know. Like, I remember when you cried to me, man, when you cried because things wasn't going the way they wanted. He said, yeah, man, I remember that. So you look at these people and you look at them as these invincible, extremely talented, funny,
1: cool people, but they were just like me and Keith. But the thing about it is, like, those, those situations are, are make-or-break situations, right? right? You think about, think about it in terms of basketball. Like, Kobe Bryant, um, they lost to the Celtics in what? Two thousand eight, eight, yes, yeah. So they lost to the Celtics in two thousand eight, and what he did was him and his team, of course, mm-hmm. um, and Phil Jackson. They just reshaped how they was how they how they moved. They needed to be a tougher. They mm-hmm. needed to be a tougher team. They needed to handle certain situations a little bit better. They needed to handle the uh, the defensive pressure a little bit better, and just get better across the board. And then they come back and went back to they come back and beat the Magic, which was yeah. it wasn't really a. A fair uh, series But then they come back And beat the Celtics Yeah You know what I mean So that's the type of uh, uh Stick-to-itiveness Or like That you know Just overcoming that Make or break yeah. Situation that you need To be successful There's a whole lot more That goes with that story After they lost to the Celtics In 2008 They had the
0: Olympics After that mm-hmm. And Kobe uh They ended up playing I think they played Spain mm-hmm. And that's where um Freaking uh, Gasol, Gasol And he was punishing Gasol mm-hmm. Like he was purposely like bumping into him and doing all kind of shit. And then after they beat them, Kobe took his gold medal and put it in his locker. Mm-hmm. And it's like Kobe sent a direct message mm-hmm. like, motherfucker, you better toughen up. Mm-hmm. And they did. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the reason why they lost in 08, cause Gasol was getting pumped. Mm-hmm. He was getting pumped the next year. He played a lot tougher and then they played the Celtics again. And then they won. Yeah. And I think tough series too. it was a very tough series, man. Mm-hmm. Very, very tough. But it it just goes to show, man, like, it's a journey. Mm -hmm. Like, you will be so hard on yourself in your low moments. Mm -hmm. But in your low moments, you have to find the, you have to find the, uh, how do you say? You have to find it deep enough inside of you to say, look, I'm not going to quit, man. Yeah. It's so easy for me to just quit right now. Mm -hmm. I remember- That's uh, the easiest thing to do. It's the easiest thing to do. Mm -hmm. Like, I remember- uh, Uh, I forgot his name. I think his name was Joey. I can't remember his name. But he was a big guy in the gym. Really big guy. He's probably like almost 400 pounds. Mm -hmm. And he was just tired. He was sweating. He's like, fuck, man. I'm so tired. God damn. I said, don't you give up. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And I was serious. I wasn't laughing. I just said, don't give up, man. He's like, I'm not, man. I'm going to keep going. This fucking dude went from almost 400 pounds. He got down to 250. Mm -hmm. And I watched his whole thing. And probably on three different occasions, I just stopped him like, in the parking lot or while he was in the gym, I said, man, I'm proud of you, dude. Yeah. I'm really proud of you. Like, and me driving that, like driving that message home to him, not like he probably needed to hear that because it's not enough people that will congratulate you in your journey. And I'm not saying you always need to be, you know, validated, but it fucking feels good knowing that you're headed for this goal or this thing. Mm -hmm. And people recognize what you're doing. They actually appreciate that on the way to um, you reaching your goal. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, um, I, I'll say this because uh, we'll switch to this topic. and We'll probably have to wrap it up here shortly. But I just, I really want to thank you guys. We only got what? We got one more episode for this year, right? We got one more.
1: Yeah, we should. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know when the, let me look at my calendar. Mm, so, when does that fall? Oh, this might be the last. So the second would be. Yeah, and the third would be the the first episode of the year.
0: Yeah, so yeah, this is the last one of the year. Mm-hmm. So um, happy New Year, Merry Christmas. Yeah, Happy New too. Year, Merry Christmas. We appreciate you, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, make no mistake. Like, we we take this shit very fucking seriously. Mm-hmm. So. Happy the, Kwanzaa, too. My bad. Happy Kwanzaa. Um, um, yeah, what's the other one? That, was it's it a Hanukkah. Hanukkah? I don't know when Hanukkah uh, is, but... Uh, Hanukkah, Majo Tov. <laughs> I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Feliz Navidad. Um, <laughs> um, if you're from China, I don't think they celebrate Christmas. Yeah. So, I mean, Hadouken. Um, I don't know.
1: Shwayuki! <laughs> <laughs> Hadouken! 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 Sonic Boom! <laughs> You know what would be fire? Like if we... uh, You know what's fire? Yoga flame. (laughs) Yoga fire. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. But what would be dope if we kind of get a a studio space or whatever, and then we have a little arcade in there. Oh, fuck yeah. 90s games, Nintendo in there, Super Nintendo. That's the
0: objective, man. Anybody that comes to the studio... I want them to feel like they are entering an experience. Yeah. I, I, I want fucking food made. Like when they get there, I'll tell them beforehand, hey, man. I, I, my thing is the reason why I, want, I want to have a lot of money is to have the access. When I look at Joe Rogan, he has all kinds of chefs. He has security. He mm-hmm. has a gym that's inside of the studio, all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. I want you to be able to come in and experience what you want.
1: The crazy thing is people pulling up on Joe Rogan. He's in Austin, Texas, which is yeah. A, you know people go out there to do comedy and stuff like that. Right. But people are going to see him. Yeah. You know they're making a way. They're making their way out there consistently. So yeah,
0: he still has his LA studio too. Uh-huh. Right now, Chris D'elia and a couple other people are have been using it recently.
1: Oh, nice. That's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So I, I think that's it's dope, man, to have that access. Yeah. You know, but yeah, we could totally. I could totally buy. Uh,
1: I could buy that now. Hmm. The arcade, have you seen them? Uh, oh, I've seen the. Um, the regular, yeah. the smaller mm-hmm. ones? Maybe. I, I think I've seen them at Walmart. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: they don't sell them, but you could probably still get them online. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, it'd be dope though if it had like a little a little quarter thing in it though. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, y'all niggas gonna have to pay. Ah, facts. Yeah. Or like a little car swipe. That'd be fire. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, it would be dope too is like, let's say if they brought some people around, like they could also be preoccupied into like a. Another area of the studio where they can like either play the game or go get something to eat or yeah. talk on their phone. Because they sure as fuck can't do it while we're recording. Yeah, exactly. Like, you will not be in here on your phone like, ooh, girl. I did. Nope. Go out in there. hmm <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. That's real. But yeah, there's that, man. I'm um, switching gears. And we'll go ahead and wrap it up after this one here. Um... No, 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 no. recently... Uh, a chicken head was found in a K- It was in a KFC meal. Like a female? No. Like literally a chicken's head with beak and <laughs> eyes playing. that they had dipped in batter and fried it. And they seasoned it. Yeah. The chicken looked like... And the chicken has a facial expression. The chicken is like, I can't believe y'all niggas got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Y'all niggas fried me. Yeah, they fried it too. It was a whole chicken head. All right. A horrified customer found an entire chicken head in her KFC Hot Wings meal. She found a hot head. And what's crazy is the chicken got like, it got hair on it and everything. Yeah. Wow. A uh, UK takeout customer was disgusted after finding an entire chicken head in her box of KFC hot wings. A shocking photo showed the head complete with eyes and a beak encrusted in a crunchy batter straight out of the fryer. After ordering from KFC Feltman in, in Twitchem, England, a woman named Gabriel left it a 2 star just eat review why you give it 2 stars it was a head it should have been 1 star um it read i found a fried chicken head in my hot wings meal put me off the rest of my meal on the photo posted on instagram account people were quick to express their horror one user said i really wish i could go back in time by 2 minutes when i had seen this what does it what does it take t- to get 1 star at least you know it's that's real that's crazy yeah <laughs> not another joke Others claim that seeing an animal's head gave gave better awareness to of what people are eating. Exactly, fried chicken head is still fried chicken. In all fairness, one user said, <laughs> "If you eat if you eat meal, there's nothing to complain about. You're just faced with the reality of what you're eating for once." Yes, yeah, true. If you can't handle the, that your food is a dead animal, then you shouldn't be eating meat. Another agree. KFC on Twitter said that it was baffled as of how the whole head had snuck into it and joked it was most it was the most generous two-star review ever. <laughs> it also told The Sun Online, We are genuinely surprised by this photo, says, uh, since Gabriel got in touch. We've been looking into how it happened. Wow. I mean, it's simple how it happened, man. That's how y'all really get down, bro. You, you guys let this shit go through the machine. But, you know, here's the thing. The way I look at it, is it okay to have a chicken head in the goddamn whole meal? No, it's not okay, right? But we've decided as a society that chicken head is not edible, right? Mm-hmm. You know, there's a little bit of privilege involved because there's some people that be eating those parts of the fucking chicken because they're too poor. You know, certain countries that be eating chicken. Chi- brain? Yeah, they eat everything. They eating chicken everything. Mm. They eating chicken feet, which that does not look edible. I've never said, hmm, I sure could use some chicken feet yeah you shouldn't be eating that that's what that's more or less what poor people eat mm-hmm. um um fucking like things like like chitlins or mm-hmm. chitterlings that's intestines you they literally get the shit out of it and then cook it
1: mm-hmm.
0: like you shouldn't be eating this, mm-hmm. and this is what people eat. but when we're not eating the prime cuts of meat, then we're gonna complain. but I will say this instead of being outraged by the chicken head, I think we should be more outraged at the fact that it says right on the drive thru window that Foods can cause the this food can cause um, birth defects or cancer. It says it right on the fucking drive through mirror mm-hmm. or the drive through window, and we're less offended by that. We continue to go through these drive throughs that serve us literally like a science project, mm-hmm. and we're not really mad at that because it tastes good.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yet, we're mad when we see a whole chicken's fucking that chicken had an attitude, man. <laughs> he started his own rap group, Chickens with
1: Attitude. C W A. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh man. Yeah. But no, that's a that's a, that's wild. I think I think you're right. I think that there we kind of uh it's that that whole like believe in science when we want to believe in science 100%. kind of thing. Yeah. 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 And um I, I think I think what probably happened that there was like a vegetarian or a vegan and because no one in their right mind would just throw that into the fryer and then put that into the chicken bucket. Nah. So I think it was one of those pita vegetarian, and then maybe they only could work at KFC because that's, you know, they may be 17, 18, and that's the only job that they, you know, they yeah. qualify for. Um, and they just kind of wanted to, to smear uh KFC's name a little bit. Yeah. And they they kind of wanted to cause an uproar a little man, bit. Man, fuck these niggas, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm about to fry this chicken head.
1: <laughs> yeah, because I cause like you said, I don't know. Do they do do KFC do they season it or does it come flash frozen or I don't what I don't I, I, I think that they they
0: do it fresh in store as far as battering and all of that. Mm-hmm. What I personally think, I think that what it is they took the chicken out and they and the chicken comes in these big bags of frozen meat. Mm-hmm. I think that they probably accidentally put a chicken head in there, and one of the employees seen it and thought it was funny. That's what I think. That's yeah. the only way. Somebody he, laughing right now. Somebody huh? laughing right now, because yeah. that shit went viral. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, I'm the one that fried that chicken head. It was me. Yeah. Trevor. I fried it. <laughs> not Trevor.
1: Oh, yeah. Damn. That's right. <laughs> it, was
0: it was me, Trevor. i, I <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. All the, when I th- when I hear them talk, I just think of like um Harry Potter for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. I
1: found the Sorcerer's stones. <laughs> and they made him fried chicken. <laughs> it's really good, right? It's really good lad. That's comedy. That yeah. I don't know. I think that um to me it's it's a, it's it's not that big of a deal. Like I've seen um uh, I've seen I, I wouldn't say I've seen worse, but you you see all kind of thing. I've seen like fries in my food and and different stuff What's like that. What's wrong with that? You said flies. <laughs> I fried fries in my food. Flies you, in my food. Yeah. That's free food, man. Yeah, I've seen flies. I've seen um what you call it? Like little pincher bugs and all kind of stuff mm. that you you just kind of catch in your food. And it's disgusting. It's disturbing for sure. I think that but I think above all, like the, one of those comments said, like it kind of reminds you that you are eating chicken. Because you could kind of, you could kind of like not even realize, like you know you eating meat, but you're so disconnected from it being an animal because it's chopped up, it's dead. They put batter on it, it smells good, yeah. but then you put a head, a chicken head in there, and you're like, oh yeah, I'm really eating. A thing that once, you know, Peter like. had a field day
0: with this shit. Oh yeah, it'd be the same. It'd be a, the, the, like this one of the main leaders of Peter, like this is wrong. I don't eat meat.
1: 2 hours later. I feel like I feel like uh I feel like if you work for Peter you can't do you can't do uh doggy style. Yeah, I know that's That's it, cultural appropriation. That's animal
0: appropriation. Yeah. You took an animal and just just took the you took the sex position from a dog <laughs> and didn't give the dog any credit for it. You know, I thought about that. How weird that is. Yeah. Who looked at a dog having sex and be like, "You know what? I'm going to try that." <laughs> Hey, I don't know. <laughs> Some weird Somebody shit. was like, "Yo, that look fire." We get we have a really unhealthy at like relationship with animals. Yeah. We say shit about animals and stuff that's
1: weird. Like we're the only people that drink another cow's milk. No, animals' milk. Yeah, what I was thinking about too is um the fact that we have uh coined it doggy style when um there are other animals with four, on four legs that all have sex that same way. So yeah, what made right. it so significant that we coined it "doggy style" instead of like a cat or probably or, because or
0: horse or. Um, probably because the dog is is um, I know that the dog is like domesticated yeah and when and, like we probably seen the dog like with his paws on another dog's back yeah and was like you
1: know what Sparky's on to something animals <laughs> be <laughs> having like angry like emotional sex <laughs> yeah it'd be like I know a cat there was a cat. And I can tell, and I wasn't even like seeing it, but it was so aggressive and loud yeah. and like, and I was just like, this is this. When like, I have sex, it don't sound like that. Like, is this an orgasm or assault? <laughs> exactly. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Get this cat yeah. out of here, yo. Yeah. Cause any any other species, you would. I mean, if it was humans and sex was sounding like that, and a neighbor heard that, they would be calling the police.
0: Man, I it was a cat. It was two cats having sex under my truck one time.
1: Oh, I got up to go
0: to work and I just heard a cat. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Heck, no. Nah. Yeah, it was like. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> if you don't get the fuck out from underneath my truck, man, I'm trying to it's go to work. War- it's warm under there. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. Y'all tripping. Yeah. Yo, that that you gotta be careful too, cause cats will jump in your motor. Oh, dang. Yes, especially my truck. is pretty opened up. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I pop the hood to make I I pop it just to do that anyways to check, make sure everything's make sure my fluid levels are good <clears> or whatever. <throat> mm-hmm. But like Cats will jump in your shit, bro, Mm -hmm. and go to sleep. One dude, it was a video of him. Actually, Daniel Betts. It was Mm -hmm. Daniel Betts recently. Shout out to Daniel Betts. But Daniel Betts had his, uh, he kept hearing a cow meowing. Not a cow. He kept hearing a cat meowing and shit. And he was like, there's no cats in there. What the fuck is going on? So finally, he pulled up. And he looked underneath it. He didn't see no cats. He opened his hood, and the cat was in the fucking engine. Oh my god. And then he had to, he had to remove some like panel and the cat got out
1: and I was just like, "Oh my god." That. Yeah, it must be really cold out there. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. That's crazy. And yeah. it, it it probably wouldn't have been able to get out without without him getting them out, yeah. Or he probably would have chopped his head off trying to get out. You,
0: you know, on a regular basis too, like I try to like I try to like bring <laughs> a little bit of like this is a random topic, but um I use I go to a refinery every day uh, called Kern Oil and there's a lot of stray dogs that go up there for some reason. Mm-hmm. And um I usually bring extra snacks just in case I see them. Mm-hmm. And those dogs, I don't know what it is about them. They're always really nice, well-trained dogs. I'm like, "How are you a
1: stray, man? What's going on?" Some people just let dogs go. Yeah, some people just let them go. They get, ti- they get tired they get tired of sad, man. You know, maybe excuse me. Maybe uh, what you call it like feeding them every day or it's expensive right. or even especially now during the holidays you know people have dogs and they also want to travel and yeah. it's just it's just a whole thing so
0: but the, the positive is is the workers are taking the dogs
1: home yeah every, a lot of people it, pick up a lot of people have dogs that they just found yeah but exactly
0: but what's going on is when the dogs go to Kern oil which is obviously a refinery it's kind of dangerous in there <laughs> the dogs get in there and the workers see them. And adopt
1: the dog. I think almost they know now, huh? Well it's probably we're getting around Bakerfield, <laughs> like, hey, pull up to current oil. Niggas niggas is taking us home out here. Yeah, <laughs> man.
0: My homie got one they of the dogs from up here. <laughs> shout out to Eugene. One of the homies, uh, the dog came up there and he the dog kept showing up every day and he was feeding the dog and shit. And then his wife was like, We're gonna take the dog. Yeah. So they took the dog, you know. Yeah. There was a um there was a chocolate lab that was up there too. Mm. Really nice dog. I I I don't have the time if I did I would totally take that dog. Yeah. Really nice girl too. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I think I think if I do get married, I think that my wife is going to be a dog lover. Think so? I think so.
1: Yeah.
0: Cuz I love dogs, I just don't have time for
1: them. Yeah, like I mean a lot of women have have dogs. I don't I don't know yeah, I don't know. It depends on their lifestyle, right? But yeah. I don't know too too many women that don't have a dog. Or maybe they yeah. or they used to have a dog with their transition in or they lived in a, you know, yeah, some type of some type of dog for sure. Yeah, yeah. Usually I, the little, the little the little dogs. They like little chihuahua's and, you know, uh uh what the you know, the, yeah, the, the little dogs. Ones. Yeah. The pugs and shit like mm-hmm.
0: that.
1: Pugs sound like they in
0: agony, yo. What you mean? Because the way that they <clears> even <throat> breathe, they just be like. got <laughs> <laughs> sleep that, apnea. Yeah. The dogs, that's how they literally, and then when they sleep, they need to be like.
1: <laughs> 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 be like yo, bro. <laughs> Sound I, like an old man. Yeah, the homegirl
0: posted a picture of, oh, not a picture, but a video of her dog sleeping. And the dog was literally like.
1: Uh, uh, I'm like, you need to put that motherfucker outside, yo. The worst dogs be the ones that sleep on their back. They got their oh balls God. hanging everywhere. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was the worst. <laughs> it's
0: like, motherfucker, you don't pay no bills to be yelling like that. You're going to put you in a doghouse out there. I think, like, back in the day, dogs were never in-house dogs. That's more of a new
1: modern thing.
0: Back, yeah, in, back I, I in the I day, when, dogs
1: was in dog doghouse. At least when I was growing up, um, my grandma always kept her dogs outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that wasn't, and then when it got in the house, it was just like, it, it had a sneak in the house. Like, it was like, <laughs> if you don't get your ass out right of here, they, people running around the house trying to whoop it and whatnot, but oh, yeah. Oh, no. But now, I don't know, I don't know too many dogs that be outside. That's not very many. Yeah. At certain times of the year, you do not want your
0: pet outside. When it's fucking it's frig, too cold. frigid cold, that's <laughs> yeah. fucked up. I it's some people that you know it's cold as fuck and some people got their dogs outside. When well, you usually always hit a dog barking like row,
1: row, 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 And then when it get cold the dog be back there like just looking around. Dang that's real. In the neighborhood it'd be dogs like barking all night like row, row, row. <laughs> And you know the dog is old when it don't have no real bass in they they bark. It's just like <laughs>
0: no that's not the dog barking he asking for help <laughs> like, call that fucking ambulance man get an ambulance over here <laughs> like i'm tired of these motherfuckers man they keep me outside all day yeah and i don't believe in keeping dogs on a chain all day
1: that's fucked up yo yeah you need a little bit of, a little bit of i think it i guess it depends like the situation because um some dogs will be trying to escape the yard a lot so if you got dog that is just like digging holes and running through fences and stuff like that that's one thing and then also like if you live in a uh i guess like a certain neighborhood where you may only have like a front yard or yeah. something like that and you don't want the dog barking at every student walking by but yeah. for the most part um th- but that comes even with training a dog you know a lot of yeah. people a lot of people just let the dog run the house low key where yeah. the dog is barking all night or you know they don't know how to um not bark when people are walking in the front yard and stuff yeah. like that.
0: Some mm-hmm. people, it was funny, especially the way black folks talk to their dog. That should be hilarious. Mm-hmm. If you don't shut your motherfucking ass up, <laughs> the dog <laughs> be like, "Oh."
1: <"Hart." laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. Or they like get into the trash or something like. Oh man, buddy, get your ass
0: in here. Nah, it, no black folks be giving dogs black names. <laughs> Deshawn, get your motherfucking <laughs> ass out the trash can.
1: <laughs> Uh uh-uh. uh, <laughs> Denitria. Nah, it'd be it'd be like a regular dog name, but it still got a little black on the end. What? Buddy Isha, if you don't get your ass in here, I <laughs> was digging in his trash can. <laughs> Dante,
0: Dante, get your ass in here. Oh man. <laughs> be funny white folks it seems like white people when they name their dogs it's like a regular like person's name and mm-hmm. you don't know who they talking to until you see the dog walk up mm-hmm. it'll be like bradley alicia <laughs> bradley bradley dog come downstairs like that's a dog's name what, the fuck? <laughs> what happened to sparky <laughs> that was funny baxter if you say baxter i'm like that's definitely a dog <laughs> definitely a dog's name <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, man. But, yeah, we totally veered off the topic. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, the KFC shit's funny, man. Just be more cognizant of the shit you're eating going into 2020. Mm -hmm. Um, Watch your sodium, too, man. A lot of us eat way too much fucking salt. People need to start tracking what you eat, um, making sure you're not getting way too much sugars and salt going into the new year, man. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Um, Me and Keith, man, we got to get moving here soon, so we apologize for the short the Shortness of the pod, um, but we will be back bigger, better, faster, stronger, smarter, more successful, bigger, more, razor, faster, more blacker, nah, nah, bigger, nah, hair. bigger hair, bigger <laughs> <laughs> hair, stronger, better, <laughs> faster, stronger. <laughs> that I think that came from actually that was some Daft Punk, yeah, yeah. And, and, and that's and, kind
1: of that's it's only like uh, that song was like 10 million records sold or something, really, crazy like that. I think it's. There's two songs. It's an Eminem song, and then a kind, then then that Kanye West song where I think the artist is is a it's a diamond record, but it's produced and uh, like performed or written by the same person. It's oh wow! two of those, and I think it's Eminem, "Lose Yourself," and then and then that song. So wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. History. Yeah, man. Wow. Well, mm-hmm. shout out to them. All right, yeah. man. Well. Well, how much? Where were we at, man? Uh, like fifty-seven minutes. That's not that bad. Yeah, it's good.
0: Yeah, well, this this will be good for a short ride to work or something, guys. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, first and last. Uh, well, actually, since it's gonna be the end of the year. Yeah. Um, Happy New Year, because yeah. it'll be the New Year. Um, Merry Christmas.
1: Yep. Thank you, everybody, for rocking with us for. This long, man. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a yeah. long,
0: crazy journey, but we'll be back strong going in, and we will have some new content for you guys. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you made it to the end of this podcast, we appreciate you. Thank you for listening to a Truckers Mind podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy, k Fings. We're out of here. Peace.